Turn your Bible with me to um, Psalm 89. Psalm 89. In this convention, a certain grace is coming upon your life. A certain anointing is going to flow into your life. It will cause you to do what has been difficult to do. You do it with ease. There's going to be, you see, when there's oil, when oil is applied, it makes life smoother. Your life is going to get smoother and smoother. He'd have shouted aloud, Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Now find verse 19. Find verse 19 of Psalm 89, and we're going to look at a few verses from there. And I'm talking up to you about the effects of the anointing. You've got to know the effect before we even move into what the anointing is and how it can come into your life. But if there's one thing you desire, you might desire the anointing. Shout amen. You might desire fresh oil from God. Anointing changes life. When David was just a shepherd boy, hmm? guys, do you remember? Can you sing that song for me? I mean, you, you guys, you sound so well. Every couple is asking, why have you ended so early? <laughs> when others see a shepherd boy, God sees a king. I might talk to anybody here. Some people may see only a, a shepherd boy, but God sees a king inside of you. There's a king inside of you. I said, there's a king inside of you. It's the anointing that brought David out of the wilderness. And brought him into the king's palace. And not to give you a better job than you can ever desire. Can, can you see for me? Just go quickly. One by one, Jesse's sons stood before the prophet. They stood before the prophets. The father knew a king would soon be found. The father knew the king would soon be found. And each one passed except the last. Mm. No one thought to call him. Surely he will never Surely wear a crown. He will never wear a crown. That's what they say. But when others see a shepherd boy, God may see a king. Even though your life seems filled with ordinary things. In just a moment, he can touch you, and everything will change. When others see a shepherd boy, God may see a king. Tell your neighbor, there's a king inside of you. Tell him, there's a king inside of you. Come on. Problems come and dreams get shattered. And sometimes it is hard to understand. But things like chance and circumstance, they don't really matter. Circumstances don't matter. Our Father holds tomorrow in His hand. A shepherd boy, God may see a king, even 
your life seems filled with ordinary things in just a moment he will touch you and everything will change without the sea a shepherd boy wasn't the strongest chosen on that day. Yeah, the giants fell and nations trembled when they stood in his way. And when others see a shepherd boy, God may see a king. Even though your life seems filled with ordinary in just a moment, he will touch you, and everything will change. When others see a shepherd boy, God may see a king. Oh, your hands for the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody may not see you as anybody, but God sees a king inside of you. Brother, don't mind the sister who is trying to bounce you. Her eyes are blind. I say her eyes are blind. But God sees a king inside of you. My wife tells me that God delivered her from the mistake of not marrying me. I said, I'll buy this message. I'll buy this message and pray, pray it in my car. What a shock. Verse 19. Psalm 89. Effects of the anointing. Then thou speakest in vision to thy holy one and says, I have laid help upon one that is mighty. I have exalted one chosen out of the people. Let me read from the um, NASB, New American Standard Bible. It says, Once you spoke in vision to your godly ones and said, I have given help to the one who is mighty. Hallelujah. I have exalted one chosen from the people. Amen. Now, I'm talking to you tonight briefly on the effects of the anointing. Say the effects of the anointing. I cannot hear you at all. What does the anointing do? When you are anointed, whether by the laying out of hands, by the application of the oil, by the speaking of the word over your life, it all produces anointing into your life. Also, giving also brings anointing into your life. I wish if I had time, I would show you all that. But there are many ways that anointing comes into your life. But the best way anointing comes is by your position. The way you position yourself will bring an anointing into your life. Somebody shout amen. The, if you position yourself well, oil will come upon your life. And why do you need anointing? Why do you need to be anointed? 
You know, if you've been to school for a long time, for a while, you will discover that solutions and answers do not lie in going to school. I'm telling you. You discover there are some problems that the solution that is not in any textbook. There are problems and situations that you cannot find the solutions in any encyclopedia or any Wikipedia. There are some issues that solutions are only from God. Should have shouted amen. amen. May God anoint you tonight. Amen. Am I talking to anybody here? Bless God for going to for students, for good people who go to school. Bless God for those who get educated all that. But at the end of the day, you will discover that it is an anointing that can make a difference in your life and ministry. I'm telling you. There are people that by your own standards, you don't feel they are qualified. But God anoints them and lifts them up. May the anointing make a difference in your life. Lift your hand and say, I believe it. Do you believe it? Do you believe in the anointing? Pastors who don't pray for anointing, I pity them. Or who don't desire the anointing, rather, I pity them. You might desire that because, you see, if a pastor doesn't have the anointing, he's like a classroom teacher. He's like a, a lecturer at Gimpa. Hmm? Or what school, where the school you went to? Valley View. He's like a, he's like a lecturer at the Valley View University. That's a, a, a man of God who is not anointed. But anointing makes a difference in our lives. Come on, shout amen. Anointing breaks yokes. Anointing destroys problems. Tonight, may the anointing destroy any problem in your life. May you be released from every prison. May God release you from every hold of the enemy. Because of the anointed. Hallelujah. My bishop wrote a book, The Anointed and His Anointing. Anointed and His Anointing. When you are anointed, you carry the anointing. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Anointed and His Anointing. Now look at the scripture. Beautifully. He said, I have given help to the one who is mighty. The first effect of the anointing is that you receive supernatural help. You receive supernatural. I taking a picture. Okay, thank you. You receive supernatural help. May God help you. Should have shouted a louder amen. I said, May God help you. And God is going to help you. I don't know where you have been. I don't know how your life has been. But I'm telling you, there are situations where if God doesn't step into your life, nothing can help, nothing can change. One day, a Monday, the king of Israel was walking. And then it was, there was famine in the land for many years. And then the woman shouted, Help, king! Help, king! And the king said, If God does not help you, how can I help you? I'm telling you, I, I, I'm sure the woman was, an, uh, was uh, okay. <laughs> she was walking around and she was screaming, help, help. And the president, the, 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 the king said, if God does not help you, how can I help you? Real help is from God. 
Anointing brings supernatural help into your life. May God help you in a supernatural way. Shout your loudest amen. Are you here today? Look, you need supernatural involvement in your life. Supernatural involvement. Something higher than the ordinary eye and the ordinary hand. A hand that can lift you up and take you higher. I'm telling you. Because the struggles of life, the, the struggles that we go through trying to climb the steps and trying to make it and trying to find a job and trying to make ends meet and trying to, and all that, it's the life is full of struggle. But today I'm telling you, when the anointing comes upon your life, supernatural help will come into your life. Show your Lord and say, Amen. When God steps in, you go for interview. And without any, they say, oh, we have chosen you. We have chosen, you, you see, others may be more qualified than you. But supernatural help will bring favor upon your life. You'll be chosen. I said, you'll be chosen. Do you believe it? I said, do you believe it? He said, I have given help to the one who is mighty. May God help your ministry. May God help your marriage. May God help your very life. Shout your loudest amen. amen. Say, God will help me. Come on, say, God will help me. Do you believe it? I said, do you believe it? I mean, it's a pity to see you, you, you are trying to do ministry without the help of God. How? You are trying to do ministry with your own efforts. Struggling. When I see this beautiful church and what is coming up, I only see supernatural health. That's all I see. I see that it's supernatural health that has brought this church thus far. One day, the curtains shall rip open and we shall see the glory. We shall see, we shall see what is coming up. One of these days, we shall strip off the roof we see here and we are going to see something majestic, something glorious, something beautiful. May God help us in this ministry. Shout your Lord and say, Amen. Are you still here? People are shocked. One day, the, I mean, President Akufado, uh, he said, he said that the only thing that is working in Ghana is the church. And I, I believe so. Yes. The only that is working. If you see any building, big building coming up, it's a church. A lot of, almost everything is not working. But the church is working. The church is working. People are shocked when they say, ah, so where is the offering coming from? Because when you look at your faces here and look at, there are not so many and so few also don't pay your tithes. But somehow the church is I'm talking to you right there. I said, you have not been paying your tithes. But we are still buying cement. We are still buying iron rods. We are still doing tithes. Look, I'm telling you that it's the help of God. I'm telling you. People have come to our church. Years back, they came and went Collegonal. When we went to, to buy our building, the Collegonal building, when we went to see the, the owners of the building, they told us that it cost $100,000 in those days. 1980, 1995. $100,000. I said, what? And in our offering... We had only $250. Not even $1,000 so. And they wanted $100,000. That's almost about a million dollars now. 
That's how much they wanted. We went to see that Lebanese man. And he said, well, we were here. He said, the man said, told Bishop that, oh, you are uh, Mr. Mrs. Son. Your father was my friend. So what? We told him, so you're going to reduce it by some 10%. He said, anyway, we are doing business. So 100,000. So how long will it take you to pay? We said, oh, we don't have any money at all. We are going to do for, for loan in the bank. We went to Barclays. We sat in front of the manager at the time. He looked at the documents of the, of the old, decrepit, dilapidated cinema hall. And he said, look, this thing they are using, are you, what, what, yes, this is what? Collateral. What about if you don't pay, who will buy this thing? And if your check collapses, who will buy this thing? That I, so sorry, we can't help you. Look, we are very, very shy. And we are ashamed. We are embarrassed. We just left the bank peacefully. We went to look for another businessman in Accra. A Christian businessman. We are told he was a very generous man. So Bishop and I said, let's go. We, we, don't, we are not afraid. We are not, we are not, we don't care. You can't think about whatever. So I said, what is, we went up when you see him. Went in. His office is somewhere, somewhere. He went and gave us chairs to sit down. Then we started talking. Hey, we are there, we are pastors, and we've seen this bill, we want to buy the building, so we need somebody to loan us some money, and then we are talking. You see, when somebody won't help you, when you start talking, or you make you stop talking, what do you think about that? Because you know you will not help. So you make the person say all his problems before you say you can't help. He knew he was, so he should have stopped us from talking. But he made us tell all our story. When you finish telling all the story, they said, well, young man, you are very, very ambitious. And I really like your zeal. And I like your fire. I like your commitment to the work. But, I said, ah, the case is what? What a shock. But, when the bat came, no, that was the end of the story. He went to, to another town. I mean, we collected our papers. We just went like that. Look, nobody helped us. Not one person. But somehow, you see, the man gave us one and a half years, 18 months, to pay off the whole money. We came to church, we announced, we are raising money to build. When you look at the faces of our, can you imagine our faces, uh, 1995 is how many years ago? Yes. More than 20 years ago, 25 years ago, thereabout, you look at our faces, and it's like we are like children, young boys and girls. Even with the pastor, you look at how much more the members, because often the, the members are slightly younger than the pastor, a lot of them. Because those who are older than you, they think they are too known, they don't want to come to your church. Anyway, so <laughs> what a shock. So now, when we went there, I mean, we told that you want to raise money. Somebody got up. I'll give them small, 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 small. We gathered them and we brought them. We gathered them. They gave us 18 months. We paid the 100,000 in six months. Hundreds are fully paid because there's a supernatural help coming. May God multiply your seed and your giving. Somebody shout a lot, a lot. Amen. No millionaires coming from anywhere. You are going to rise up and the blessing of God is going to come upon your life. Come on, shout your loudest amen. Are you still here? I said, are you still here? God is going to help us. Say, God will help me. 
Come on, shout, God will help me. Do you believe what I'm saying? Do you believe in supernatural involvement in your life? God is going to help you. I said, God is going to help you. Am I talking to anybody here? We paid it within six months. We stayed when we moved into the church place. We started having church. We were very excited. The day we moved from the canteen to the place, come and see the dancing and the rejoicing in the night. After some years, the church was attacked, they broke down the walls and all that. And then Bishop said, Let's move to another place. Somebody found a place at North Kaneshi. And they said, We found this place. The price is $1.5 million. Million dollars. Million. This man, this time, the man was not a Lebanese, he was a Syrian. And Syrians are wider than Lebanese, I tell you. The Syrian man, we went to his house around airport area. He said, Folks, young men, money here, papers here. You come for it. Money here, building here. You come for it. That's all. Don't understand is money and then you do exchange. You change, bring your money, you bring it and you change it and you go and I also go. That's all. No, no negotiation. Within a short while, from the ordinary members, I remember one brother in the church. And I'm prophesying to somebody here. You're about to give checks. That will surprise everybody. Shout your loudest amen. This brother, when we were raising the first time, we were raising $100,000. He didn't have any job. He was just a student who had finished school. But after some years, God blessed. He got a good job and he, it pained him so much that he could not give to support the 100000 This time, he took his checkbook and wrote a check of $30,000. One person. One person. I see somebody taking his check. Oh, you don't believe. You don't believe that God can bless you to that level. Bishop, God is going to raise people in this church. Giving 10000 will be the easiest thing they can do. Let somebody shout Amen. I see God helping us. I see God helping you. I see God helping your business. I see God helping your finances. I see God helping the work of your hand. Say supernatural involvement. Come on, shout supernatural involvement. Are you still here? So now let me continue preaching. You'll be blessed. You'll be helped. Shout help. Come on, shout help. I hear you shout help. God will help you. The louder your shout, the quicker your help will come. Somebody shout help. My Lord and my God, you'll be helped. Heaven will help you. Heaven will support you. Heaven will stand by you. Heaven will push you forward. You will not die as a broke man. You will not die in poverty. I'm preaching to you, somebody here. I'm talking to somebody here. Your life will change. You drive cars you didn't buy. Ay, 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 ay. Help is coming to somebody here. And somebody shout help one more time. This church, it will be finished. I said it will be finished. It will be a glorious church. A glorious temple. Do you believe it? I said do you believe it? And anybody who has been involved in helping... May God help you in a way that everybody will be shocked. Your story will be nicer than Obedidom. Because you have to look after the ark of God. May God take care of you and your family. May God supply your need. May God stand by your side. 
and may God smile upon you. Clap your hands for the Lord, somebody. God will help you. I said God will help you. Anointing brings help. I've given help to him that is mighty. Push him and say, God is helping you. Push him until he falls down. Say, God is helping you. Number two. The second effect of the anointing. Thank you, Jesus. The second effect of the anointing. Look at still verse number 19. If you don't mind, let's all read it out. Ready, go. Then you spoke. Mm-hmm. Amen. God exalts the one chosen from the people. Anointing brings exaltation. God will raise you up because of the anointing. The anointing will lift you up among your peers. The anointing will make you an outstanding person. In fact, when others are sitting, you'll be standing. When they are standing, you'll be outstanding. When they are outstanding, you'll be the standard of your colleagues. Shout amen. I'm saying that you are going to be, the anointing will bring exaltation. Among your classmates, you'll be outstanding. Among your contemporaries, you'll stand out and you'll shine. I see somebody here shining in Jesus' name. Say, I will shine. I will shine. Do you believe it? I said, do you believe it? When others are giving up, you will never give up. Energy and strength is coming to you. You'll be, you'll be exalted. The anointing will exalt you. The anointing will lift you up. The anointing will make you an outstanding person. The anointing will put you over. Say, I receive it. Are you here in church tonight? I said, are you here tonight? I don't know where you stand, but today, I'm telling you today that God is going to make you shine and shine everybody around you. You will outshine. You will outshine. You will outshine. Your ministry will shine. An outstanding ministry. Amen. An outstanding brother. A young boy. Nobody. You see, Kenneth Hagin said he used to be among the last three in his class. As a little boy, a young boy in class, he used to be last three. Now, in that, if there are 60 people in class, he will be 57th or 58th or 59th or 60th. <laughs> Bishop, I remember one time when I was in school, there was a guy, he always used to be among in the 40s. And he was 42nd. But he tried to erase the four and make it one. So his father would think that it is 12th. But he forgot to change the ND. So it was 12th. It became 12th on that. So that became his nickname. The father said, hey, what is 12? I'm going to see a teacher who gave 12. And it became the boy's nickname to you finish school. What a shock. Anyway, Ken Hagen said he was among the last three. But after he got saved and Jesus appeared to him and he got healed and he got well, when he went to class, he moved from the last three to join the first three. I see you moving from the back to the front. I see your destiny changing. As you becoming the best, best person among your workplace, maybe chosen as the best worker, the best student, the best well-behaved person, 
the best wife, the best husband. Say, I receive it. Some people are not receiving. Those who are receiving, it's happened to you. You'll not be a wife beater. You'll be a sweet husband. Other ladies, he say, my God, my God. If God give me a man like this to marry, I'll be very happy. Somebody shout amen. Anybody who finds you to get married to sister, they'll be a married gold. You are gold. You are golden sister. Are there golden sisters in this church? Are there golden sisters in this church? Amen. You'll be exalted. Hallelujah. I've exalted one chosen from the people. Chosen from the people. Chosen from the people. In your family, may you be exalted in, among the families. Chosen from the ordinary person. God chose David. When David wrote the psalm, he was talking about, he was as ordinary as anybody else. Even lower than the ordinary. But he was chosen. And he was exalted. Nobody thought he would be a king. But when others saw a shepherd boy, God saw a king. I see a king or a queen sitting right here. I'm preaching. I said I'm preaching. Oh, you do well. You do well. So of you young people, you are struggling with mathematics. Today, may God give you supernatural intelligence to pass your science subject well. To excel in every area. Say, I will excel. Say, I will excel. I'm preaching. Anointing will make a difference in your life. You'll be receiving prizes. You'll be receiving prizes in your workplace. Prizes in your office. Prizes in school. May you receive, may you receive prizes of well ex excellent students. You'll be an excellent student. May the spirit of Daniel come upon you. May the spirit of Daniel come upon you. May you be an outstanding person. Somebody shout amen. Are you still here? I'm preaching. When I was going to university, the clothes, I, my clothes were packed in an empty milk carton. Because my mother didn't have money to buy a suitcase for me. What a shock. But bless God. I, I still love God. I serve God. I came out as a good student. I passed all my exams. I see you passing all your exams in Jesus' name. Somebody shout yes. You will see it practically in your life. You will see it practically in your life. Do you believe it? I've exalted one chosen from the people. From the people. Look, you become so valuable that if you are not there, there will be no meeting. Meeting will be postponed. They said, because she's not here, let's postpone the meeting. When she comes, then we can have the meeting. Because your contribution is so valuable that without you, the meeting cannot go on. May you be valuable. Literally say, I'll be valuable. Come on, say, I'll be valuable. Do you believe it? I said, do you believe it? He will exalt you. That will be your story. Kato shaka bahatos. Next point, number three. Is it yet eight o'clock? <laughs> wow. Beautiful. <laughs> it's now 7.30. Your watch stopped long ago. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Now remember that God chosen you among the, from the people, ordinary people. God will select you. I said, God, you go for interview and they will select you. No, I talked to, I spoke to somebody right there. I said, you'll be selected for reasons that you cannot explain. You'll be selected. 
May your children be selected. May your children be chosen out. I'm preaching. I said I'm preaching. Yeah. Blessed. Remember one day I was walking somewhere in the church, one in our church. As I was walking, I got a phone call. My phone rang. And when I picked it, it was from an embassy. The embassy said, are you Mr. Saki? I said, I'm Mr. Saki. He said, please, could you come? Can you come to our embassy? Uh, which was it's Friday. Come on Monday because your son has been giving full scholarship to go to a school uh, somewhere in our country. I said, no problem. I arrived. My son got the uh, scholarship. He, he went. He finished with first class. Amen. My other son finished with first class. I see first class students sitting right here. What you could not achieve, may your children achieve it in Jesus' name. May your children bring you glory. May your children bring you honors. May your children make you happy and make you glow, make you excited. It will happen in your life practically. Somebody said practically. Yeah. When I look at Kukwa standing here, does she have a beloved? Does Kukwa say beloved? Hey, daddy says he doesn't know. But listen, listen, listen to me. Anybody who shows his face, Reverend Kuba, no matter which part of the world I am, let the person wait for me. I said, let the person wait for me. I'll share how much. You cannot marry her and go like that. Yes, I will collect the money and I'll give the father her portion. They both trouble proper. You are an expensive person. You are valuable. Say, I'm valuable. Are you still in church? Can you hear what I'm saying? Your children shall be valuable children. They shall be valuable children. Shout hallelujah. Anybody under the, under the cavern of this anointing in this house, you'll be valuable people. Anybody who employs you has employed the best person they can ever imagine. You'll be like Joseph. When you enter the office, everything in the office will change. There'll be prosperity in the office. Things will start working. Because they've employed you, you will make a difference. Lift your hand and say, I will make a difference. Come on, shout. I will make a difference. Do you believe it at all? I said, do you believe it at all? Then clap your hands for the Lord, somebody. Ooh. What a word. What a word. Number three. The anointing will bring establishment into your life. Verse 20. Verse 20. Today I'm going to talk to you about how you can receive the anointing. But today I'm talking about the effect. Why you need it. Why, what you to do in your life. I found my servant David. With my holy oil. Have I anointed him. Hallelujah. Verse 21. With whom my hand shall be established. Also my arm shall strengthen him. Mando Shikibahatosi. You will be established. You will be established. I said you will be established. I said you will be established. Your business will be established. Others will close down but you will never close down. Others shall be closed down, but your shop will never close down. Your business will never close down. Your marriage will not end in disaster. 
I see establishment coming into your life. Say, I receive it. You will be established. I say, you will be established. You will be established. You will be established. I found David, my servant, and I know the my holy oil. And he says that with whom my hand shall be established. You'll be established. Do you believe it? I said, do you believe it? The work of the hand will be established. Yes. Many have risen and they've gone. But you will stand. This church you are standing in. You will see establishment. It's not for us. It's for our children's children. Many generations will come. And you see the church established with branches everywhere. With my hand, I shall, shall I establish you. May God establish you. May God establish you. Many things that people look at are not permanent. They, they are just fragile. They perish. They pass away. Because people look at the wrong thing. I'm telling you. But when God establishes you, you are established. Amen. When God establishes you, you are established. I'm telling you. May your ministry be established. And it not also bring strengthening. May God strengthen you. Tonight, if you are weak in your body, may you receive strength from God. May you see somebody's business has been wobbling. But by the anointing of God, you are going to receive establishment and strengthening of your life and of your business. Say, I receive it. I say, I receive it. Are there believers here at all? Are there believers here at all? Many of you, ladies here, many of the things you have, they are not not real. You you see what I'm saying? They they, they are not real. They just go, go. They are not real. They are not, your hair is not real. If you, if you shake your hair, no, the wig will fall off right now. (laughs) There's no establishment on your head, I tell you. Hmm? I'm telling you, as you, are, as you are praying for you, as you are falling and you're holding your head, say, Lord, I'll fall, but my head can never fall. <laughs> hey! You think, you think we are children? We know what you are wearing. I was born on Sunday, but not last Sunday. Yeah, I know things, I tell you. <laughs> yeah! Yeah, I've seen things. <laughs> are you there? Many of the things you are, you are wearing, they are not real. You are wearing the foundation. It is, some of you, it is one inch thick. The thicker foundation, one inch, thick one. When you go home, you have to use a knife to clear it like that. Hey! Yo, this one, this one is not real. You have put it there. Ah, yeah. Now they sell everything in the market. They sell breasts in the market. They sell this one in the market. Hey! When you see that, I, I was shocked. What, is it true? I hear Makola. No, I know somebody. Ladies, you go and show you where they sell it. Kukwa, eh? you want to have a sword? Just you go and buy it and you walk in like that. Hey! Within one week, it can grow like that. Because Ghanaian men, they like the fat one. <laughs> what a shock. Oh, you don't understand what I'm, you don't understand what I'm preaching. They're not permanent. They're not real. 
I tell you. What a shock. Yeah. You are wearing the thing like that. Put it on your face. That's why when you come to church, we are worshiping. People are crying. You don't want to cry. Because when you cry, the foundation will spoil. So when the tears are coming up, then you say, Lord, I run. Yeah, Lord. You are lifted. You are running the tears back because the foundation will spoil. And we'll see your real face. Hey! What a shock. Are you here of going home? But you'll be established and you become permanent. Your marriage shall be permanent. Your home shall be permanent. Your children shall be permanent. Your ministry shall be permanent. Shout amen. Mm. One day I was buying a pair of shoes. The gentleman told me that this shoe never spoils. I said, liar. And, she, and he even added that this shoe never used to, you never have to polish it. That's why I said, I won't buy the shoe. <laughs> Any shoe that you should never polish is a fake shoe. <laughs> when he said that it's abused forever, I said, okay. Well, I said, you never have to. I said, I won't buy it. Every shoe, any shoe that might never be polished is a fake one. Made in China. I mean, it's fake one. What a shock. But I'm telling you here, your life, your ministry shall be permanent. You are serving God at the age of 22. At the age of 40, you will still be serving God. At the age of 60, you will still be serving God. At the age of 72, you will still be preaching. Reverend, I'm telling you, by the age of 85, we will still be preaching if God gives us eyes. You watch and see. Watch and see. I tell you. Hmm? By the grace of God, we'll preach till we die. We'll serve God till we die. We'll minister till we die. Shout amen. amen. Our children are preaching and we're also preaching. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Are you still here or go home? God give us permanent ministry. Permanent marriage. Permanent relationship. Some people don't value relationships. That's why they walk away from relationship. But God will give you permanent relationship. I've known Reverend Equipment for so many years, more than 40 years. Hmm? Because we're in sixth form in, in um, uh, 1980, that, thereabouts. 1980. Your father hadn't met your mother, isn't it? <laughs> That's how it is. That's when we're in sixth form. We knew each other almost 40 years ago. But our relationship is so strong. Permanent relationship. May God give you permanent relationships. Shout amen. amen. And we are still praising God and loving God. When I meet him, I say praise the Lord. The other day, I met one of my older, old people I knew years back. We all Christians in scripture union. When I said praise the Lord, he said good evening. I said, ah, something is wrong. The man has backslided. When you meet your brother, he said praise the Lord and he responds good evening. There's a problem. <laughs> are you there? Why say praise the Lord? What's the response? Hallelujah. Why do you say good evening? Why say good evening? Mm, 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 mm. Something has happened. You will never backslide in the name of Jesus. Say, I will never backslide. Come on, say, I will never backslide. You'll be permanent. You'll be rooted. You'll be grounded. You'll be established because of the anointing. Clap your hands for the Lord, somebody. Hallelujah. 
I said hallelujah. Let me give you two more and then we close. What a word. What a word. Hold your neighbor's shoulder and shake him and find whether he's permanent or he's, he's, he's wobbly. Shake him well. Shake him well. Shake him well. Look at that brother sitting by the sister. When I say hold the shoulder, you pretend you don't know where the shoulder is. Meanwhile, you know where to find the breast. Anyway, let's carry on. All right. Hey, hey, hey. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Verse 22. Psalm 89, verse 22. Can we all read 22 together? Ready to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you read it one more time? The enemy shall not outwit him, nor the son of wickedness afflict him. Now you say that I found David, my, my, my servant, whom I have anointed with holy oil and all. And he said that the enemy shall not outwit him. The anointing will deliver you from deception. The anointing will deliver you from deception. The enemy shall not outwit you. He have shouted amen. amen. The enemy shall not outwit you. Amen. The enemy cannot deceive you. Amen. Nobody can deceive you. Anointing will deliver you from deception. Amen. Somebody say amen. Anointing. It will deliver you. From deception. There's so much deception in the world. So much deception going on. But when you are anointed. You will not be deceived. Amen. I found David my anointed. I found a young man, my servant, I'm not in my holy oil. And the enemy shall not outwit him. Nobody will outwit you. Amen. Are you hear what I'm saying? One day, a brother, a very anointed brother, he wanted to get married. And he saw a sister. Hmm. Why are you saying? Why, why, why are you responding <laughs> that way? I tell you, you know, you know how the story ends, isn't it? When you found the sister, the way the sister talks during worship, oh, hey, I love you, Lord. I mean, the sister can worship, worship properly. In fact, the sister was actually one of the praise and worship leaders. And when she's worshiping, you 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 be slain. Hey, you now you be slain. I tell you, hey, sweetness is what beautiful lady also. Listen, brothers. Don't marry somebody who is too beautiful. Hey! Yes. Like this, like that. Don't marry someone who is too outstandingly beautiful. A striker. Every striker has been struck. Every striker I distract. 
Don't marry an outstandingly beautiful person. Why? Because Lucifer was very beautiful. The Bible said that the, 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 he, he was handsome, beautiful, glorious. I mean, he, was, he, he had beautiful names. Read Isaiah 14. Read Ezekiel 28. You see how Lucifer described as beauty, perfect in beauty. The Bible said that he was perfect in beauty. So when you meet a lady who is too perfect, don't marry her. Hmm? One day, a brother wanted to get married. So he found three sisters. I'll come back to the first story. I've not forgotten. <laughs> he found three sisters. And then when he met this first one, they went to a restaurant. The first one, he bought the first one. He was eating small, small. So he was eating like, like, like a worm. Small, small, small. She was full. Because she was trying to impress him that he doesn't like food. That's one. Pick it, pick it. Especially restaurant too. Then they went. He took another sister to another restaurant. That one too. He was thinking like, 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 like a, a snail. Left the whole food and he left. She, they left. Then the first sister, they went to a third restaurant. The sister said, hey, she ate the whole food. She said, can I take some of your own too? The sister ate her whole food and wanted to eat the brothers or some of the brothers' own. The brother said, this one, I'll marry this one. The one who is herself. Because many of them are pretending, I tell you. Go and see them at home. They eat more than, that more than fish in water. Many of you ladies, you're looking at me. You come and pretend to us. I don't like this. Hey! <laughs> the anointed will never be deceived in Jesus' name. Say amen. Yeah, the brother married the one who ate all the food. Because I said, this one, I like this one. Hey, and the, and the brother said, he took the sister to a place where they sell Ghanaian dishes with crabs. The sister chewed all the crabs. The sister chewed and swallowed it. Everything, the place was empty. So this one, I like her. Oh, oh, feel free. That brother and the sister I'm talking about, if you go and visit them now, today, you will see that they make eating nice. They bring food and they will eat every type of food. When they serve you soup, it's like zoo. Everything is in the soup. Every animal in the world is in the soup. Very nice couple. <laughs> now you are pretending that you don't eat. My mother, when she was, when we were young, she, 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 she wear her corsets. You know corset ladies. My mother was on the big side. But when she's wearing her corset, three boys, you have to help her to wear her corset. <laughs> three boys, who? Hey! I mean, she was, and she, and she began to pull it out and give us a knock. They will pull it, we pull it out, and then she wear the corset. And she wear her dress, and when she's walking, I said, hey! People don't know that she was a fat woman walking around. But tie her, when she goes for a party, she can't even drink water because stomach was tight. When she comes to paying, we have to come and help her to undress. You move her corset. Like, come on, because I, I'm suffering. Hurry up and open it. We should hurry up and open it. You, you will die. As you, as you, so we should hurry up and open it. I tell you. Forgive. Look, brother, don't be deceived by the outward. The anointed will not be deceived. I say you will not be deceived. Don't be deceived by a rosy cheeks. Don't be deceived by lipstick. Say amen. I said, don't be deceived by what? Lipstick. Mm. God will give you a wife that you can kiss nicely. 
Recently, I kissed my wife. She was going to work. She finished dress. She washed her shiny lipstick. And I said, can I kiss you? Mm-hmm. When I kissed her, this particular one, not knowing that there's some lipstick, there's sugar in it. It's sweet. It was very, very, very nice, I tell you. Hey. I told her that why how come I've not felt this sugar before? Every time I'm kissing her, her mouth is dry. So these days I'm waiting. Every time she's going to work, no, come, come, come. What a shock. What a shock. But you know, back to the story. Back to the story. We are ending shortly. Amen. I said we're ending shortly. This brother who used to admire the sister leading worshipers, one day, I was, you know, I was in, sitting in a hotel, working in a hotel. I mean, when I was, that's this long ago. I was sitting outside the hotel corridor. When I saw a man come to park his car, and then, and I think I, I was in final year law school then. So the, uh, when I came to sit there, the hotel manager told me that, oh, that man who brings all sorts of girls has come in with another girl. I said, hey, this man, he be careful. Oh. So me out there reading my book. When I saw the man come out and following this man was this our nice prison worship leader. Following her, following him. When he saw me, he said, brother, eats." I also said, sister, hey, I had running stomach instantly. Instantly. My praise and worship leader. And the brother had fallen in love with the praise and worship. That's how she said. Hey! May God deliver you from every strange woman. May God deliver from every deception. Shout amen. Amen. May God deliver from every connection man. There's some businesses that are full of connection, wicked people. May God deliver you from wickedness and wicked men. The anointed will not be deceived. Shout amen. Amen. The enemy shall not outwit him. The devil can never outwit you. The last one and we close for tonight. Are you blessed you came? I said, are you blessed you came? I said the last one. I can give you three more. Hmm. Hello? Right. So, verse number 23. Read 23. Can we all read 23? Ready to go? I will beat down his foes before his face and play. May God beat your foes. May God destroy your enemies. Say, God destroy my enemies. Anointed, when you're anointed, God will fight your battles for you. I say, God will fight your battles for you. Somebody is sitting in church here. You're contending with something that is bigger than you. May God take over the fight from today. I say, may God take over the fight from today. May God give you victory. I say, may God give you victory over every work of... That's what you are contending with. It's too strong for you. What you are facing is too high for you. But God will beat down your foes. God will beat down your foes. God will silence your enemies. God will destroy your opposers. God will take over the fight. Somebody I'm talking to right now, 
in your workplace, in your job, you are content with something bigger than you. May God take over the fight right now. I say, may God take over the fight right now. May God give you the upper hand. I say, may God give you the upper hand. For God will beat down your foes before you. It will not be your fight anymore. It will not be your fight anymore. Something is going on that you can't understand. Conflict and fights that you are going on. But he says, I will beat down his foes before his face and plague those who hate him. Anybody who hates you will be plagued. Verse 24, and we close. 24. By my faithfulness and by my mercy. By my faithfulness and by my mercy shall be with him. And in my name, his horn shall be exalted. May God exalt your horn. Clap your hands for the Lord. And stand to your feet, everybody. Lift your two hands up high tonight. Lift your two hands up high and bless the name of the Lord right now. Bless the name of the Lord right now. Korando Randibashki Barod Boshki Bahatasi. Minda Remo Kandari Moshki Brahata Mazi Bradavadi. Lebo Kafaton Dari Mashki Brahatasa. Vilemo Tarandishki Bahandara Mosku Brahafa. Everybody lift your two hands up high. Lift your two hands up high. Today, tomorrow, Friday, we'll be praying with you. We'll be praying for everybody here. Because you must know the value of the anointing. So that you can, you can be ready for it. Lift your hands up and bless the name of the Lord right now. Say, say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you. Thank him tonight. Thank him that anointing will make the difference in your life. Thank him that anointing will change your Anointing will, will turn your life into a, a, a fruitful life. The anointing will make your life glorious. The anointing. Oh, my faithfulness. And my loving kindness will be with him. And in my name, his horn shall be exalted. I shall also set his hand on the sea. And his right hand on the rivers. Lift your hands up and speak to God. Say, Lord, I'm ready for your anointing. Let your anointing make a difference in my life. Let your oil make a difference in my life. Come on, lift your hands and talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Speak to him tonight. Speak to him tonight. Speak to him tonight. Speak to him tonight.